The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Live here from the Low T Center studio, it is the Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, and joining us on the Irish Network's hotline, it is Friday. We are happy to be joined by Seth Stokes. Gentlemen, it is Friday. Good morning, sirs. Thank the good Lord above that it is Friday. Good morning, team. We made it, guys. We made it to Friday. I want to ask you guys a question off the top of the show. I'm not going to waste any time. What's your favorite popcorn, guys? What's your favorite popcorn? Are you a a classic just butter, a little bit of salt, or are you the popcorn fan that likes the mix of cheddar and caramel, the Chicago mix? What kind of popcorn you guys like? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, it depends. I think a lot of times, like around Christmas time, I'll I'll get the the, the you know the bin with the mix of different popcorns in yeah, it, yeah. The caramel corn, yeah. the, the white cheddar, the traditional. Yeah. Um, but if I'm at home just watching a movie, just any other time, it's it's gonna be good butter popcorn. And I throw a little Miss Dash seasoning on there. Ooh, okay. And I'm good to go. All right, all right, Ben. What kind of popcorn? Oh, you, oh yeah, you can spice it up a little bit. Oh yeah, man. Hey, 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 hey. You, you own something right there, my brother. Load me up with butter. That's it. Uh, Classic. I, I'm a, I'm, I like salt on it as well, but I, I care more about the butter. If it's buttered real good, then it's good popcorn to me. If I'm at the movie theater, I go ham with the, the, the cheddar seasoning. You want to call that? I, I love to, to butter it up, and it's it's pretty uneatable for everybody else but me. But that's how I like it. Like my my wife gets her own separate little small popcorn because she she does not like as much butter as I do, and and I drench it in the like the, the cheddar cheese seasoning oh, yeah. that they got, or, or the you know they got the ranch one too. I, I load it up. Oh yeah, so so basically the McKee household spending more money on popcorn than tickets. Yes. Now, <laughs> I you gotta have, get your popcorn. She got. You gotta get hers. Yes, and and then of course she does not eat hers, so go goes to waste night, or I end up uh, eating it. But we don't even go to the movies anymore, so I don't. I don't even. I don't even eat popcorn. I haven't eaten popcorn like that in forever. We we keep the basic popcorn now. Just that that's already buttered and seasoned. Movies. What is what is that? What is that? I did see a. You know the new Jackass is out now, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna one day when when the wife and I are free, we're gonna go to the movies and watch that. Cause I, a, I really want to watch it, but I miss going to the movies. I'm good. I've seen one. Have you seen them all? Well, when when you are a Jackass and live your life as a Jackass, there's no need to see the Jackass movie. I guess so. Thanks, thanks <laughs> for the compliment. Wow. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big I'm a big white cheddar. Yes. Guy. Uh, the black popcorn, the white cheddar. That's 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 me. The reason why I ask you guys that is because um, Tennessee fans, get your popcorn ready because 
you can watch a real live movie, scary movie, or it could be entertaining for you. But watch it often football right now. <laughs> and get your popcorn ready and just watch because that is that is next level entertainment. Not as not as good as an acting job as Jimbo Fisher. Like Jimbo Fisher won an Oscar uh, two days ago. But this is close. This is close to be as being as entertaining as Jimbo Fisher's uh, rant. Auburn looks like um, they are wanting to make some moves and trying to get everybody on board with power to actually move forward and um, run Brian Harson up out of there. After one year, they've had multiple coordinators leave. They fire coordinators. You've had players into the transfer portal. Oh, my goodness. After one year? Wow. You know who would have the biggest tub of popcorn? That is Gus Malzahn. Oh, yes. And <laughs> Kevin Steele will also have a big tub. Oh, my goodness, man. Wow. And Auburn wasn't wrong in moving on from Gus Malzahn. They, they needed to move on from Gus Malzahn. It had become very stale. That offense had, had taken serious steps back. They needed to move on. So they, they, they did make the right decision. They just did not make the right decision in who they brought in to replace Gus Malzahn. Well, well, with this going on, Ben, um, this answers your question from yesterday morning. But why do we always jump to conclusions when people start leaving a program? Um, it's it's because of stuff like like what's going on at Auburn and what's been what's happened to Tennessee before and stuff where you could just tell something was wrong because people are leaving in mass, big time important people after one season and not for better jobs for uh, a lot of them moving. Just making lateral moves, and it's I, I would I can't wait for the tea to get spilt on this. I want to know everything that went on. Yeah, the ru- the rumors are, are swirling right now. I don't know if if um, all of them are, are true. I, I did see um, someone from the Harson family get on Instagram. I saw like a tweet from Brandon Marcello uh, screenshotting the I think it was a wife or daughter of Harson. Um, I did not see this. Yeah, this 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 was like late last night. Um, kind of refute some of the, the rumors um, passively in a sub-tweety type of way. Sub-tweety. Uh, I don't know if that's <laughs> word or not, but it is right now. So, you just made it one. So, like, there's there's a lot of stuff swirling right now, and who knows if it's, if it's true. I, what is true is that Harson is in hot water down there at Auburn as, as far as being the, being the coach for the future for the Tigers. And uh, if you are Auburn, hey, there's one guy I would be talking to. There's one guy I would be talking to. You did not have a good selection of coaches to pick from and choose from this time last year when you were looking for a head coach. I think if you are Auburn, there's one guy you you reach out to, and that is Matt Rule. That's who you reach out to. That is yep. who you go after if you are Auburn. Matt Rule, he got another year at Carolina. He is best in college. You put him with Auburn, look at his personality, look at what he has built at 
Temple and Baylor, handling the Baylor situation, I think Matt Rule will be a perfect fit, honestly, at Auburn. But that's what I would do. Why? Uh, correct. That that would be a great move by Auburn. But Matt Rule would be dumb as hell to take the job. I mean, if you want to coach, you know, big-time college football. Not worth it. Hold out for another one next year. I, I'm If I'm a coach, I'm not touching the Auburn job with a 10-foot pole. Everybody's going to mock Brian Harson and so on and so forth, and um, it appears to be deserved. But it's not just a Brian Harson situation. Like, Auburn is as dysfunctional as it gets, and it's pretty remarkable that Gus Malzahn was able to have the success that he was able to despite the dysfunction. I mean, they, they've been as dysfunctional as anybody as long as anybody can remember. And themselves have as much to blame in this situation as Brian Harson does. So if if I am a coach, I am not touching that job with a 10-foot pole. Now somebody will be talked into it, and we can win a national championship here, and you have the resources to do so, and a great fan base. It's the SEC. Somebody will talk themselves into it, and then they'll get there, and they'll hate their life because – Everybody has a hand in the cookie jar and makes life miserable for you. Auburn should call Matt Rule Stokes, but if I'm Matt Rule, I don't touch that. Stokes agrees. I don't know. Money. Money's. Stokes don't even think about that money. He only counting, counting Matt Rule's money the whole time. He, he speechless over there. That's why Matt Rule will get uh, <laughs> money elsewhere. The next cycle. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Auburn didn't have a lot to, to really ch- uh, choose from this time this time last year. Nope. But you know, Matt, Matt Rule, things have changed in, in the year. And I, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I get it. Um, it's not the most attractive place for just any coach. You, you do understand there's an issue with, with boosters and donors. And listen, we, we know. We know about those um, mm. type of situations here, but just get your popcorn ready, folks. Get your popcorn ready. It's been kind of cool <laughs> this past yeah, couple months as a Tennessee fan. Sit back and, and not have to worry about that stuff. Like, not one second was anyone in this room or on, on this line concerned when OU was in need of a head coach. Like, there was no way that nope. Josh Hopper was going anywhere. Now, there were some folks that, you know, got themselves riled up for no reason just because they have PDS, PTSD. But there was n- zero concern about Josh Hopper going anywhere. You have not had a assistant coach lead. You have not had any drama at all. The only thing you've had is, like, Tyon Evans transferring during the season. Harrison Bailey, Ben's boy, transferring to UCLA. I mean, UNLV, excuse me, um, during the season. That's really it. Just in-season transfers. But it's been nice to sit back and um, just kick your feet up. Nice little pina colada. Ben's favorite drink. And uh, sit back and watch all the other drama unfold. Staff continuity is a very nice thing. I love the piece. The piece has been nice, especially when the piece is coupled with a 
a fairly successful season, all things considering. So please bring on that piece. I enjoy. A65 Tennessee basketball tomorrow. Got a nice Stokes neck of the wood. Oh yeah, man. Stokes, you you, you gonna make the trip? You gonna represent? Uh <laughs> n- no, I'll actually be down in Georgia working on my truck, but I will be streaming the game while the uh while I'm working, so I've got something to listen to and also keeps me preoccupied if things go a little sideways. Yeah. So, because it's, you know, see basketball, kind of up and down. It's always good to maybe listen to it while you're doing something else so you don't get, you don't go full-blown redneck mad on Twitter. Everybody shouldn't, 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 shouldn't be mad on Twitter against South Carolina. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. I think they probably are, what, the second worst team in the league, Ben? Would you give them yeah, that title, the second good. worst? It's them or Missouri. Uh, I, don't, I don't know which one is worse. It has to be South Carolina. Carolina didn't beat didn't beat anyone yet. I mean, Missouri did beat Alabama. Yes, South Carolina does not have that type of win on its resume. <laughs> so, so I guess uh, I guess they would be uh, the the second worst team if you look at it that way. Golly, man! I know they just they stink. South Carolina, Missouri, and Georgia—they just stink at basketball. Absolutely stink. They, they are not fun to watch whatsoever. But Tennessee should should be perfectly fine tomorrow afternoon. They should be, absolutely. Hopefully Josiah so Jordan James. Yep. One no. Yes, one. One PM. On CBS. They put it on, on CBS. Tennessee, South Carolina on CBS. Whoever made the decision to put South Carolina on CBS needs to be fired. Yeah, they need, they, they need to go sit in the corner. <laughs> no, Nobody wants to watch that, especially when you have Kentucky and Alabama being played the same day. This should have been an SEC Network Plus. Yes. SEC Network alternate channel. I mean, it, it's just nobody wants to watch South Carolina basketball. Frank Martin doesn't even want to watch South Carolina basketball. But you've got Kentucky, Alabama, and, and you'd pick this game to go on CBS? I don't know. I guess Kentucky, Alabama's the, the 8 p.m. ESPN primetime game. It should be. It should be. Frank, Frank Martin, is he going to get on the uh, the microphone at his, at his home court and talk about how awesome Rick Barnes is and that this is a, that's what a real team and a real coach looks like? No, nah, he ain't going to do it at home now. <laughs> he he, he going to mosey on to the locker room after taking his L. Uh, tomorrow, he ain't gonna be on the microphone. Yep, that's what he's gonna do. Uh, looking at al.com, when when Parson was was hired, uh, he signed a nice nice contract, a six year deal with Auburn, and the deal includes a seventeen point seven nine million dollar buyout. Equal to equal to seventy percent of the remaining money on his deal uh, as of the end of the season. This was an article that was dropped, and looks like in October. I don't know why they dropped that in October. They must do something about to happen then. Um, but the buyout sum also ranks nineteenth among amongst all FBS coaches and fifth among SEC coaches. Only Joe, uh, not Joe Fisher, but Jimbo Fisher. Ninety-five million dollar buyout, Saban, 
38 million dollar buyout Heifel 20 million dollar buyout Stoops 19 point uh, nine million dollar buyouts have larger buyouts totals among SEC coaches so Harson unless he is fired for cause will be getting paid and Auburn would total almost what 40 45 million dollars in, in buyouts in two years that is absurd I, I know we live in an age where buyouts are ridiculous but even in today's age that that seems ridiculous to to fork out two huge buyouts within the span of three years that's incredible what has it even been three years two and two years no. Or two in a year? No, I mean, yeah, it'd be a year because he was hired this time last year. It'd be it'd be what twelve to, to, to sixteen months somewhere around there Ooh. in that in that window because a lot of money. Gus Malzahn only coached one year at, at Central Florida, so um, ooh, man, glad that, I'm not down on the planes. That is that is major money. It's Bruce Pearl, this is Bruce Pearl's fault, man. Every every time he goes somewhere and wins a basketball, the football team suffers. Well, there's also some some rumors. <laughs> Sacrifices have to be made. <laughs> <laughs> there's also some rumors about Brian Harson that may lead to him being fired for cause as well. Yeah, it may be. We'll, we'll see. Th- there are rumors out there. Yeah, there are rumors. We'll there are. If, uh, they they come to light. I've seen like Bipatrino jokes and total shots of, of Harson in the neck brace, like Bipatrino. Uh, I, won't, I won't go. I won't go that far. Uh, those are just just rumors at this point. We we we'll, we'll see, man. But uh, they are they are circling the wagons against Brian Harson down there on the plains. And um, just keep your eyes open and keep your popcorn butter. Oh, I'll be in Alabama this weekend. Uh, and I'll be in South Alabama too. So I'll I'll, I'll have my. Uh, Antennas up. You gonna, looking around. You gonna drive through Auburn? No, drive through Birmingham and down to Mobile. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna be sixty-five. Is not a, a bad, a bad drive. No, but from Birmingham to the beach, it is a miserable drive because there is absolutely nothing. Are you going through Montgomery? I would assume so. Yeah, if you're going through, if you if you're going to Mobile, you're probably going through. Uh, Montgomery and listen, Auburn's just forty-five minutes away from Montgomery. He can make that make that swing, man. You run through the gup. No, why would I go to Auburn? Find out what's going on, man. Get some (laughs) toilet paper or something. No, I'll pass. I mean, you could help them roll Tumor's Corner. You know they will once they get rid of this dude. Stokes, Stokes is going to be in Georgia. That ain't too far from Auburn. Y'all gonna be close to each other. where are you going? Way to, too where are you going in uh, Georgia, Stokes? Kennesaw. Yeah. See, what was that? An hour, hour and a half away from Auburn? Uh, no, it's, it's more like two. See, not two, not, two not, half, not a bad drive. You can make the drive over. Two and a half. It ain't no two and a half. I don't two, know. It ain't no two and a half. I've never, I've never been to Auburn, so I don't know. Yeah, Auburn's like forty-five I minutes away from back. Atlanta. I, I don't think it's that. It's close. so Lagrange is forty-five right. minutes. I, I've been to Auburn one time. I drove like through hour, Auburn on the way to the beach a couple years ago. It's four or five minutes away from and for Stokes. For, for Stokes, he's probably like 20 minutes away. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's close for Stokes. Stokes, are you a changed man now that you have to drive your kids around? Yeah. Things take a lot longer. 
<laughs> it says an hour. Everybody got to go. 45. So I, I was almost. I was. I was close. You was almost right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were right in saying that you you'd be there in like thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going by yourself. The old Previously, folks. in a in a in a former life, yes. Yeah, the old folks yes. would have been there in, in, in forty five minutes for, for sure. Except you don't, you don't want to get hit by those super speeder tickets in in the state of Georgia. Ooh no no I, I'll be I'll be. I'll be speeding in South Carolina. As soon as I cross over into Georgia on 85, I drop that speed yep. right on down. Yep. I had a buddy Mm-mm. who, I, when I lived in Georgia and, and was in high school my freshman and sophomore year, my buddy, he turned uh, 16, got his license, got a nice Dodge Charger, and uh, this was down by uh, Savannah. And I don't know the major highway that, that goes from, like, Savannah to Jacksonville. But he got on it, and he started oh, yeah. going in his Charger. He got up to, like, 110. <laughs> He got pulled over the moment he got on the interstate and started doing that, like an hour after he got his license. Yeah, South Georgia cops don't play that. And got his license taken away no, for they several don't. months. No, yeah, they don't play that. Hey, you know the worst place to speed is Virginia. Really? Yeah. So like when you hit when you when you speed on forty, you hit you hit Virginia. You think you're going to speed through Virginia? No. No, they they getting you in Virginia. Josh man. and Virginia's there to get you. Yeah, they getting you in Virginia, man. They don't play. And I, I don't know if this is true anymore, but used to, um, in Virginia, it was illegal to own, like, a radar detector. Mm-hmm. I think that's still true, So, man. yeah, it, it probably is. So, you, if not only if you were speeding, if you got caught, like, they had radar detector detectors. Mm-hmm. So, if you, had a, if you were running a radar detector, they would pull you over for that. Josh in Virginia on text box says facts. <laughs> and, and Josh is a, a police officer, by the way. So, yeah, he says still, it still is illegal. So, yeah, you speak yeah. in Virginia if you want to. You donate money to, to the state of Virginia for sure. Eight six five. That's all you're doing. That's right. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. We'll be right back. If you want to be part of the show, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Hello? Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to atfcu.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. 
JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of each day's Swain Event TV, subscribe to the Swain Event channel on YouTube. Swain event fuel by Daddy and Barbecue. It is Friday. It is the best day of the week. Rodney says, excuse me, if you don't speak in Atlanta, you will get ran over. Well, those are facts. Yes. You, you could speed. You just got to cap it at a certain mile per hour. Yeah. And Atlanta is different than South Georgia. Right? Yes. Yeah. I've, I've gotten, I've gotten blooped in South Georgia before. Or in, uh, I, I see the, the cops out in, in North Georgia all the time on, on that little stretch from Chattanooga to Atlanta, like oh, in, yeah. in Ringgold, right <laughs> when you cross in. I ain't worried about that. 75. Yeah, you, you, if you just stay in line with everybody else, you, you should be good. But see, like, you're pretty, you're pretty good. I don't, uh, what, what's the most that you would speak? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> the most, I don't, I don't go more than 10 over. Well, if, it, if it's a 75, then I'll, I'll I'll bump it to like 82, 85 and, and roll there. Well, when I was um, when I was traveling from South South Florida, excuse me, up to Knoxville, and um, one time I, I I went down there to get a, a car, a new car. And the other time I was traveling back from um, combine training, and um, man, there was a nice little convoy of cars that was speeding, 
So um, I was rolling with them. <laughs> I was in triple. I was in triple digits for a little bit. But once we hit South Georgia, we had to tone that down. Yeah, see, I, see, I, I don't speed like that. I know you and Stokes are just toying with the devil there. I don't, I don't speed like that anymore. 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 And it's not. It never was bad as Stokes. Well, I'll say that right now. Well, Stokes is a maniac. Of course, never. Of course, it's never as bad as Stokes. Stokes, have, how many tickets have you had in your <laughs> life? If you don't mind me asking. Honestly, not that many. Um, when I was sixteen, I got popped a couple of times. Um, Three times, two for speeding, one for window tent, uh, and then I got a noise violation in Gatlinburg hey, when Gatlinburg? I was like, yeah. So <clears throat> when I have uh, my Mustang, um, I came up here to visit my grandparents, and my cousin and I drove up to Gatlinburg to go cruising because on Friday night, Saturday night, um, would line up and cruise Gatlinburg. And I, uh, what, what, I was in my what was your objective there, Stokes? Just, it's like a rolling car show. Like, you see a lot of cool cars. Oh, you weren't trying to pick up ladies? I mean, there's some, there's some ladies walking around and then cars, too. And that's what got me in trouble. All, I'm telling you, young folks out there, y'all got to be careful. The ladies will get you in trouble. Yes. Um, so, I started, that, I mean, I that, was, that started with Adam and Eve. <laughs> Stokes, we know that. Right, exactly, exactly. But you, you just got to remind people sometimes. You just got to remind people sometimes. So I'm sitting there in, in traffic looking one way, um, like going, if you're in Gatlinburg, going towards the end of Gatlinburg, like towards the woods. Um, and I'm I'm sitting there in the lane closest to the oncoming traffic lane. And traffic is stopped. And this, this attractive lady in a, a similar uh, Mustang to mine, come rolling up and on the other way and she saw me i saw her she quick rev up saying hello and i just laid on it and this car was loud long tube headers mac pro chamber mid pipe flow master the whole nine i mean it was loud it was a loud vehicle and Speaking next thing i know language. i don't know next thing i know here comes here comes a bicycle cop <laughs> they're the most salty too Rolled up beside me. I'm like, I'm, I am fixing to get a ticket from a bicycle cop in this in this car. And sure enough, I got a noise violation ticket. For, Did for he ring the bell as he's pulling you over? Yeah. Well, I was already stopped. Like, there was no pulling over. I was just there. He just well, rolled up beside me and just wrote the ticket and handed it to me. It sucks. Kept it moving. It sucks got a noise violation. He would not have heard the cop pull up and do the bell on his bike. Uh, I was like, this is this is ridiculous. And then after that, I, I I don't think I've ever I'll say I don't think I've gotten another ticket. Um I got a ticket in my work vehicle one time in Smyrna. Uh just going with the flow of traffic. They had a, a speed trap set up and I was doing like eleven over. And it was a little ridiculous. But uh I'm surprised I've and now I was but that was 2008, and I haven't, I haven't gotten one since then. We knocked on some wood there for knock you. Knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. am. Yeah, knocking on some wood right now. <laughs> You're gonna get one today yep. on your way to Georgia. For real. For mm -mm. real. Mm -mm. Oh, we we have to mention this before we before uh, we move move forward because everybody's commenting on how fast they drive. Y'all some 
I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of scared. Although we do have a listener that drives from Knoxville to Chattanooga in the middle of the night without headlights on. So I, I don't know what's more concerning, <laughs> that or or somebody speeding at a ridiculous speed. Andy Mizuno says uh, he rolls 90 every day. Florida Falls says Georgia has super speeder laws. 10 over gets you uh, an extra $200 uh, on top of the ticket. Volville says, it, it, go ahead. I was going to say, on that, I, I want to say it doesn't start till the super speeder doesn't kick in until like 80. Or is, it, or is it now, whatever the posted speed limit is, anything over 10 miles an hour above that. I know when it first came out, you had to be doing like 80, 85, and that's that's when that, that kicked in. I could be wrong, though. I, I don't know the, the law front and back, and it's been a while since they, they brought that, they've made that a thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not a, um, I'm not a lawbreaker. Only lawbreakers would know that. You should, so, you should find out when you go down to Georgia today. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm riding with, with my dad's coming up with the trailer and we are towing my truck down there, and we'll be pulling a truck in his truck. There's not going to be any speeding. We're going to be doing the speed limit and just keeping it safe. Mm, yeah, that's, that's smart. Well, if your dad's driving, you'll be going under the speed limit if he's like my dad. No, my, my, my or dad, rolling at, at he, the speed limit. Yeah, my dad, I, I get my, my wildness in the cars from, from my dad, but he's in his older age, he's toned it down quite a bit. That's how you do it, he, man. He, he was driving under the speed limit one time. I looked over, like, Dad, why are you driving so slow? He goes, I am retired. I don't got anywhere to be. <laughs> yep. I'm like, okay. Well, that makes one of us in the car. <laughs> Volstorm is already on one of them text boxes. It says, Cheddar popcorn is trash. Um, <laughs> Jer- Jeremiah says, My friend's husband owns a choo choo kettle. Corn and Chattanooga, Chicago Blend, and their new movie theater butter are the two best flavors. As we are watching Auburn football handle their issues, uh, we we talked a little bit about uh, what popcorn are we going to to, to have while we are watching Auburn. Paul uh, Birmingham says, no, we do not want them to get Matt Rule. I hope they do not get Matt Rule. Oof. Yeah, if if Vaughn Birmingham feels that way, he knows it's a good. It would be a good hire for Auburn. Uh, nobody's saying it wouldn't be a good hire. People are saying, "Why would you take the job if you're Matt Rule?" That's fair. That is fair. That would be an awesome, awesome hire. I mean, it, it may be the best hire of the coaching cycle besides USC. I, I kind of like college Matt Rule more than I like Lincoln Riley. That that that'd be a really good conversation to have. It it's they're they're I mean you could one A one B type situation. You'd have to split hairs between the two. They're both really 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 good. But I mean if Auburn could pull that off, when hiring a coach in February, when you've had a bunch of big time jobs open this cycle, that that would be really really impressive. That'd be a great hire. I just. Again, if you're Matt Rule, why would you touch that job? It is dysfunctional as all get out on the planes. The challenge, man. And they will turn on you in a heartbeat. The challenge. He's been, he's been successful everywhere he's been in college, man. The challenge and the ego with the confidence, that's why you take it in. You know, the, the, the money, 
Now, if I'm at rule, maybe I look outside the SEC and build a power to be like Dabo Sweeney or somebody or or Lincoln Riley. But hey, man, the the SEC can provide uh, a lot of resources to help Matt Rule be successful. But I'm with you. I'm I'm with you too, Ben. I I, I totally understand why you feel the way you feel about the Auburn job. Evil says Stokes in a Mustang. I knew I liked him. Was that your first car, Stokes? No, no, no. That was uh, first. My very first car was an '85 Pontiac Sunbird. I think it was a piece of junk the day it was <laughs> rolled off the assembly line. Um, and I went from the Mustang to a Ford Probe to an Integra. Or excuse me, I went the Sunbird to the Probe to the Integra. Um, and I had a Mazda MX-6 at the same time as the Integra, and then I got the Mustang. Dang, you've had a lot of cars. Stokes has been through a lot of cars, oh. man. I remember like two Dude, or three I've cars Stokes had so many in Knoxville. Uh, yeah, for, just in my time in Knoxville, I had a, a uh, an 04 Mazda 3. I had a 2010 Chevy Equinox. I had a 2014 Focus ST. And then a 13 Ford Taurus, just in my time in Knoxville. Hey, man, Stokes, Stokes was going through some cars, man. What was your first car, Swing? Um, two-door Ford Explorer Sport. There you go. Mm-hmm. That was my first car. I had it when I was like, uh, I had it when I was 15. We bought it early. And I remember having to go to basketball workouts, and my uncle was at work. And uh, I called him. I was like, uh, I got a basketball workout. And he was like, you know how I drive? <laughs> I was like, "What did you just say? Did you just give? Did you just give me the green light to drive at 15?" He's like, "You know how I drive. I taught you how to drive. Go to go to practice. Bet." <laughs> so I was I was driving I was driving the city at 15, man. I really oh, was. So the poor I my, city of Huntsville. They didn't even know they were in danger. I mean, dude, I I, I looked 18 when I was 15. So, but but you acted like you're 13. That's not true. That's not true. You probably didn't drive all that great either. That's not true at all either. <laughs> That's not true. I've never been in an accident where it's my fault. How, uh, how many cars have you had? Is, is it as much as Stokes? Uh, I've only driven two. I know not, not as much as Stokes. I know I'm younger than y'all, but I've only really had two cars over not a as decade. Much as not as much as Stokes. Stokes has had more, more than me. Well, I think Stokes has had many more than the average person. If I, if I went to Alabama, then I probably I would have had more cars than Fair, fair, fair. I, my first car was a Honda CRV, and then I, I had a Camry for like a month, and that got totaled because an old lady rammed into the back of it, rear-ended it with a uh, a big old King Ranch truck. Sent my wife to the hospital with whiplash. That wasn't fun. Swain, Swain had to come. It was on the day of my best friend's wedding too. Swain had to come and take my wife to the hospital because I was in a wedding. Dang. Only a friend would do that. That's right. Only, you are a friend. Yeah. You're a decent only a, friend that time. Only a good friend would do that. That that was the action of a good friend, but it's just been all downhill from there. Yeah, right. Who's on the phone? Uh, Don. Don, good morning. Hey, guys. How are you this morning? What's up, Don? Great. Well, I tell you, all this uh, talk about all these cars and stuff is uh, bringing back some old, old memories. I grew up in the uh, muscle car uh, era. And I've had my share of cars and tickets. <clears throat> I thought I'd tell, since you're telling some of those good stories, you don't mind, i tell you. Probably the weirdest one that I ever got. I was uh, dating a girl up in Greene County. 
Okay. And I was up there, and we'd been to the drive-in movie, and I was taking her home. And uh, this car behind me had the lights on bright and wouldn't turn them off. Oh, that makes me mad. So we pulled up to a stoplight <clears throat> there in Greenville, and I could not see what kind of car it was or anything. They, they just right behind me, lights on bright. So I'm sitting there without a county tags, obviously, from Monroe County versus <laughs> Green County, quite a big distance. I thought, somebody's trying to start trouble. So when that light turned green, I was driving a 67 uh, Mercury Cougar that uh, I street raced. It was hopped up pretty good. It's very loud and very powerful. So when that nice. light turned green, I popped that clutch, and I was leaving rubber all the way up the road there. Hit the uh, four lane, and about that time, that car behind me with the bright lights on, they popped on some other lights on top of the car. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, God. And uh, two cops get out. And one walks over to the passenger side. One walks over to the driver's side. And I'm handing my driver's license and stuff out the window. And the guy's like, what were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, sir. I said, I didn't know who that was. I'm out of county. I thought somebody's trying to. No, I mean, this is like midnight. Somebody's trying to start trouble, and I was just trying to get away. I had no idea it was a police call. And his next word was, well, for, and also, they both, both the cops, when they got out, they had flashlights. So they come up and stick one flashlight in my eyes, one in my girlfriend's eyes. And they go, anyhow, he goes, what kind of muffler you got on that? And I said, well, <laughs> And actually, he said, well, why are you up here this time of night? And I said, well, you know, my girlfriend lives up here, and I'm taking her home from the movie. Somehow, some way, I didn't get a ticket. I got a warning and everything. I don't know if they felt bad. I told them, I said, man, you had your lights on bright. I didn't know you were a cop. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, they were baiting you. They, uh, yeah, they were. Actually, I think that's probably a, a good way to put it, but they did let me go, so I did appreciate that. Probably half the time I've ever been pulled over for speeding or whatever, I only got warning tickets, so that was pretty good. But I have be nice. Yeah, but I've had the other kind too. <laughs> the uh, but yeah, uh, my I, I guess the two my two favorite cars I owned was. If, uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder. When I had that 67 mm-hmm. Cougar, it was great for racing. But other than that, uh, it's a nightmare of a car. I always putting in clutches and rebuilding engines. But, of course, I, I probably have more to do for driving than a car. But <laughs> <laughs> it only <laughs> turns so many RPM. Yeah. And my other one, actually, is after I was married and everything. But I had a, I had a 69... Chevy Camaro, RS, and if I just kept that car, I'd be financially stable today <laughs> because of what they're worth. But, uh, you know, other than that, I've been more family-oriented cars. with that's, that's you know, you Minivans? Right that's what you got to do right there. After, after 
living living in the fast lane. You got to slow it down, Don. Got to get you a minivan like Swain and Stokes. And thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, Stokes got a minivan for real. I don't. See, <sighs> yeah, see, yeah. What, see what happened was. The, uh, the 67 Cougars are nice. They've got a cool feature called Hideaway Headlights. They don't pop up. The grill, the ends of the grill slide over, and that's where the headlights are at. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of cool, man, um, last night, last night, uh, rooftop event by Aspire. They re- released the uh, apparel deal, so to speak, with a couple UT athletes. They announced that yesterday, and uh, you saw Hendon Hooker and, and Cedric Tillman, Justin Williams, freshman, uh, speak at the event. It's a licensing announcement. Excuse me. Um, members of Spire Sports. It was Hendon, Tillman, Justin Williams there at the Hyatt Place in downtown Knoxville. Uh, I was going to go, but Daddy Duties was not able to go. But um, Spire unveiled the, the license deal, and that is for current players, also former players, where they can have uh, their name, image, and likeness. They can have the name on the back of the uh, shirts and jerseys, things like that, stores, local stores, and be able to earn, earn a profit from it. So um, Spire did that last night, and um, they're not the only collective. They're not the only group, but they are quickly becoming uh, the go-to for for Tennessee athletes. Um, and you're, you're seeing more and more of this come together for the NIL game for Tennessee. So, um, happy for, for Tillman and, and Hendon and Justin Williams and others who have uh, signed with Spire and be able to have their name uh, in store. So, that happened yesterday. I want to make sure I mentioned that, Stokes, before, before you uh, ran out of here and get your take on, on, on that. Dad, that's, that's awesome. That's, that is, you know, showing your work from an NIL perspective. And that's that's not just uh, you know someone say oh yeah we got NIL deal and this you know this this player is getting X amount of dollars but you never see him do anything other than just play football. So I, I like it. Um, I think it's great for the student athlete. Um, you're you're learning. Uh, this is this is real world um, branding and marketing that these kids are getting to experience. Um, it's it's fantastic every which way you cut it. Yep, and um, one thing I noticed is that. Uh, they have been giving the, the the green light to use the power T on these shirts, and schools can, schools can play hardball if they want to, um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't it hurts you more than helps you. It, it really why, does. Why would you play hardball? Like, what purpose would that serve at this point? I mean, it wouldn't help you, but I mean, you you, you could not allow. Um, student athletes to use your logo when you are um, out in the public and, and doing your NIL uh, deals, but the licensing is is something that allows Aspire to be able to do that, to use you mm-hmm. can use those marks, which I think is very, very important. So, you know, Aspire you know, went through the necessary channels to, to make sure that that was on the up and up, and, and it is. Like, it's, it's, it's something that you can show whoever 
has a question about NIL, whenever this thing gets regulated, um, you can tell that, that Spire has put a lot of work into um, the present and the future of the NIL game. And uh, the goal is to obviously be the best, but we understand there's going to be schools with, with deeper pockets that uh, may be less organized, but they'll have deeper pockets and maybe be able to pull a player here or there um, just based on that alone. But Tennessee is going to be in the mix. Tennessee is going to be at the top you know, of the SEC uh, in a, in a, you know, with other schools uh, as far as NIL. And Spire is going to be organized, and that's what you're seeing right now. So uh, that happened yesterday. So that was, that, was, that was really, really cool there at uh, the Hyatt Place downtown hotel rooftop. And there's going to be a series of events that, that people can attend and be a part of by simply uh, joining the 1951 Club there at SpireSports.com, uh, clicking on um, that section, 1951 Club, and then the password there is attack. So if you want to go in and there and, and check out everything, you can do that. The password is attack. It is password protected, but I just gave you the password. So uh, get in there and kind of see what everything is all about. 865-255-03. D from the 423 says, can't wait to get VFL, JG, and Bailey's jersey. Y'all so petty and funny and great. And mean. It'll get sh- it'll get shipped to you, but um, it'll get intercepted on the way. Uh, ben, is there validity to the post on VQ about Harson? <laughs> what, what post are you talking about? <laughs> Which one? Is- you, are you asking me if there's validity to a message board post? that I'm assuming did not come from Print Hubs or Austin Price. I, I'm, I'm assuming it's, it's, it's about Harson's rumors, rumors about a relationship with a staffer. Yeah, I have, I have not got that um, confirmed or anything, so I'm, I'm not running with it at, at all. Uh, I do know that Harson is in trouble outside of that and there are a group of people that are trying to get him out of there I do know that and it's going to take more of the decision makers to get on board with the other decision makers that want to get him out of there so he's in he's he's in some hot water and uh, if they can make the money work and they can strategize about who to go out and get and possibly get some, some, some guarantees on who will be the next coach, maybe, maybe Harson has uh, coached his last game at Auburn. Uh, they're, they're in the bowl game. And if I'm Tank Bigsby, yo, man, you, you no, could have left. Want, you don't want running backs anymore, Swain, remember? You said, since you don't need a running back, remember what you said yesterday at the end of the show? Hey, man, Tank's a little different now. <laughs> Tank's the best one in, in the league. That's a little different. Uh, I'm picking it. We'll, hey, we'll make. We'll have to make that one. Make that one happen. You got to make that yes. one happen if he's available. You find a way. Yes, absolutely. If if Tank Bigsby calls, you answer. Then you hang up the phone. You get in the car and you drive down to Auburn and you pick him up and bring him in. You bring him to Knoxville ASAP. Yeah, John K says Auburn has a 25-year-old assistant to the head coach who was a former cheerleader at Boise. Oh, I know. I see. And I do know why um, last year Coach Pruitt's assistant was, was, was 
was Meyer Miles from Hoover <laughs> and and not a 25-year-old sister. You do you 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 y'all do understand why it was Myra. Because uh wives don't play that. Mm-mm. 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 You, mm-mm. Can, you can hire a grandma. But you ain't about to hire no 25-year-old um assistant. That ain't gonna that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. So yeah. The optics doesn't look great, but hey, we'll see what really comes out of that out of that um that situation at all. That's actually true. But yeah, the, the Bipertrino jokes have started. The photoshops have started. Yes. Like how did how did y'all get a neck brace on Brian Harson that fast? Does Brian Harson even ride motorcycles? The internet doesn't sleep. Or lose. <laughs> like in and we'll talk about this during around the SEC. But this is making the headlines in the state of Alabama on the same day mm. of another coach getting a DUI. And, and like, everybody immediately forgot about it. What's more surprising? What's going on with Brian Harson, or the fact that an Alabama assistant coach gets busted for DUI in his public? Brian Harson. Th- that's that's more surprising. There, there was a, a funny viral video going around of, of Pete Golding, Alabama's defensive coordinator after the SEC championship game after they beat Georgia. So oh, yeah. but the way I saw him celebrating, this this did not surprise me at all. I mean it nothing like Nick Saban got things on lockdown there. So yes. for that to be public, I'm actually more surprised that Pete Golden Pete Golden got uh arrested. Arrested and it was and yeah, it was public. No, I'm, not that it was public, that he got arrested <laughs> plain and simple. Yeah, I'm surprised. I really am. Nick Saban is the is the governor. That's that's what happens when you don't win a national championship, Swain. Yes, or in Brian Harson's case, when when you're not a, a great fit somewhere and, and you mess up once, they'll they'll use that one mess up to to run you out of town ASAP. They were like, "This like is your if, this is your warning, Nick. We won a championship." <laughs> right. That's that's it. That's it. Stokes, before uh, we get you out of here, we need a, a prediction from you. I found out whether I'm going to be a girl dad or a boy dad today. What What do you think it's going to be? Oh, okay, okay. There's there's some uh, some spark and some energy there in your voice, so I, I think you're going to be a boy dad because I know that's what you're wanting, and you sound pretty happy saying that. But obviously, you're going to be just ecstatic, and thrilled, yes. regardless. But I, 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 hope it's a boy. I think. The news is boy. Okay. What What would you, if you could pick what my baby was going to be, would, would you pick it to be a boy or a girl? Um, probably a boy. Yes. Thank you. Took thank you so Stokes. long, Stokes. Well, it's tough. Because I'm weighing the pros and cons. Like I don't, I don't have kids of my own, of course, but I am a stepdad to three uh, wonderful children, um, two boys and a girl. Um, the girl's the youngest, so I'd say it's probably, I don't know, it's different. Like being a girl dad's awesome, but I think for Ben, just because he wants a boy so much and everything, like let him get the parenting mistakes out of the way <laughs> with the boy. That way, when he has the girl, he can, he can, you know. Spoiler and treat her right and and get wrapped around her little finger real quick. Yeah, I won't be in the half boy because I want to hear those stories about ch- him changing 
uh, his son's diaper and his son pees in his face. <laughs> yes, because I did I didn't that. Even think about that. Because yes. I did that when I was when I was a, a little a little one. Uh, I I want a boy because I know how I was when I was in high school, and I don't want a girl for that reason. Yeah. Again, I Every, know how I was they, in high school, but I every I, dad says that before they are dead. I I think I I think I, I think it's gonna be a girl because I want a boy. I just have this feeling it's a girl. I have no way of knowing. My wife thinks it's a boy, but who who truly knows? But uh, just, maybe maybe it is her intuition. Maybe it's not. But uh, I had this feeling it's going to be a girl. I want it to be a boy if I could pick, but I have this feeling it's going to be a girl. Stokes Ben is doing the gen- he's doing the gender reveal um, with with the baseball. Mm-hmm. So my wife is going to pitch me a, a baseball and hopefully she throws it down the middle to where I can. You gonna hit it? But I, if she throws it to where I can hit it, yes. Once an athlete, always an athlete, Stokes. Art, <laughs> but you got to be an athlete first. Uh, fair point. Fair point. I, I so, hope I like. I are you it. having a, a bunch of people over and doing this and like recording and put on Instagram, or are you yes. just going just going to do it and be like, all right, everybody, it's a, it's a whatever it is. No, record it. There, there will be video. We're doing it with with our parents in uh, in Huntsville this this evening and some friends that can make it. Okay. So there there will be video evidence. I'll send it I'll to you after we do it. To it. Yep, please do. Please do. And, and congratulations either way, but I can't wait to see Thank the you. official results and be safe on that road. Thanks. You too. Have fun with your dad this weekend. That sounds like a good weekend. Uh, it'll be a good time. We're going to tear that motor apart and throw some head gaskets on it and hopefully get it back on the road. Man. Father and son time, man. All right, Stokes. See you next week, my friend. I'll be talking to you here soon. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all have a good one. Much love. Go Vols. Beat, beat them game time. I'm, I'm with you, man. I thought he was going to say the other one. I thought he was going to say beat the Cox. Yeah, which, me too. <laughs> that would have been fine. Which would have been fine, too, because that's what they are. Not the first time it's been said on the show. Hour two coming up. <laughs>